Nobody remembers the name of the old capital now. It had a government and it fought in the last war. The rest is lost. The people of the interior clutch their memories tight and treasure their old borders even after losing them to the Velt. Reimhold has fallen and its corpse long buried. But the old capital was once a trading post. The barons and dukes of the interior once just individuals. The founding king of Reimhold once a common warlord. And now, a teenage farm girl is the queen of Acorn. Welcome to Sword of Symphonies. I'm your host, King Cat, and as usual, I have not thought the rest through. Cat King Cole. I think we I've made this joke one. before. You've yeah. done we that, did that one. one. Yeah, we did I'm this sorry, one. I'm sorry, it's just very obvious and it's right there. With me, somebody who thinks low-hanging is the most delicious kind of fruit, it's Nick. Low-hanging is still fruit. <laughs> it's true. Somebody who is Kirsten. <laughs> Kirsten. <laughs> that is indeed me. <laughs> I am indeed Kirsten. Or at least we hope so. <laughs> Somebody who consistently makes the mistake of expecting better of me. It's Kathleen. <laughs> I need a second to look at her. Oh, so. Uh, so while I was losing my mind like a second ago, I was kind of thinking about like, well, if Kirsten's not Kirsten, who is? And I didn't really like any of the answers to that question. Well, I mean, I suppose it is after Halloween, so maybe we shouldn't ask the spooky questions anymore. Kristen, have you listened to the Halloween Spooktacular yet? I have. It's amazing. And it's real good. (laughs) It's real good. And I am a spooky Kirsten now. God. You know what's also fucking scary? What's what's scary? States. The yeah. concept of states. That is indeed spooky. That is extremely spooky. Okay, so it is the first night of the festival. And after a couple of hours, everyone has got together and transformed the town square into half night market, half open air banquet. There are lanterns hanging everywhere and gold-colored garlands from every available surface. Pollyanna has sampled a couple of these um, with more or less impunity. (laughs) Um, It took some time, but the tree in the center of the square is still there and has been decorated surrounded with garlands and hanging candles and village children are running around it now shouting at each other. Jem is nearby taking a nibble on its broad leaves. There are tables overflowing with food, roast and mashed tubers, probably potatoes. I'm not gonna be precious about it, it's mashed potatoes. They could be sweet potatoes. I said I wasn't going to be precious about it. Sweet potatoes are good. What if it's taro-like? Could be taro-like. 
Sweet potatoes are good. They are. I'm not saying they're not good, Nick. At what point did, are, are you taking out a paid ad for sweet potatoes? <laughs> How did you know? This week, Peach Garden Games is sponsored by the Sweet Potato Council of the United States of America. With the exchange rate the way it is, I can't not take your Yankee money. Sorry, we only pay out in sweet potatoes. <laughs> May I? <laughs> so, there are mugs of cider lining the benches and the long tables. And every available surface is covered in food. Not the glamorous and exciting food of the festivals you saw on the Coral Coast, but homestyle classics. Foods Penelope has been eating on special occasions since she was very little. Food everyone in this village has strong opinions about. Like sweet potato pie. <laughs> May I? Continue. Thank you. Foods everyone in this village has strong opinions about, which will be settled on the field of honor tomorrow. As Penelope, our festival queen and... By default, winner of the trick riding competition will be the judge. Ooh. There are pies everywhere, of course. Everyone's second best pies. And under a archway decorated in flowers and leaves and more of those gold gardens, there is Mayor Jeff and, of course, her guest of honor, young Fulquen. And they are sitting, having a meal. There's benches everywhere right now. Gregory Hunter is sitting next to Mayor Jeff. The two of them seem to be deep in conversation. And Radha is on Fulquin's other side, hurriedly wolfing down a veritable pile of meat and not really looking up, per se. And the sun is just setting. You can still see it. Just a big, lazy, red half-sun. Just peering through the edge of the forest. What everyone do? Um, how long until the ju- pie judging? That's tomorrow. Oh, okay. Today we've successfully done opening ceremonies. Cobb is 100% sitting under the big tree eating good food. I'm going to talk to Rada. Penelope wants to... You know, it'd be cool to judge the pie contest together. So Penelope wants to talk to Rada. <laughs> Penelope's too pure for this world. <laughs> <laughs> what Tissa do? Um, Tissa is drunk and not doing a very good job of hiding it. Oh no. <laughs> okay. It, generally, the uh, opportunity for her to be having cider literally all day. This is a hazard that she's not encountered before and she fell straight <laughs> into it. Oh no. Okay. I think Pollyanna is hanging out with Tissa because um, Pollyanna's come to rather like Tissa. And so she sees that Tissa's looking a little wobbly and meanders over still with a stolen garland hanging from her mouth. <laughs> and Penelope has a seat at the communal table across from Radha and Fulquin. And Radha kind of looks up at you. Oh, um, hello. I, uh, I just, I wanted to say you you did a 
really amazing job um, in the writing today. Uh. Um, it was it was really neat. I've I've never seen um, I've never seen tricks like that. Is this your way of taking a shot at me? I've got other things to worry about right now. Oh, oh, okay. Um, no, I just, I was thinking it'd be cool if we judged the the contest tomorrow together. And Rada just blinks a bit, just kind of taken aback. And Fulquin kind of gives them a gentle elbow. And Rada just, oh, uh. I've I've got other I've got other stuff I want to do tomorrow, um, but but yeah, m- maybe, maybe fine. It means you'll leave me alone. Okay, well, enjoy your meal and the festivities, and um, have uh, have a good evening. And I think Penelope, as you get up, your father kind of locks eyes with you and gives you a look, and you you recognize this. This is the face he makes that means we're gonna talk later. Oh. Oh, but not right now, because I'm going to join Tissa. <laughs> I'm getting some cider. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Mayor Jeff kind of just gives you a bewildered little wave, just like, Bye, Penelope. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh. See you. <laughs> I, I see Polly with the garland. Oh, Polly, you know this is supposed to stay try to attach it back together. <laughs> oh, no, no. Definitely Polly is just, like, turning her head away from you. Like, you can't get this from her. No. No. <laughs> no. Hey, Tissa. Um, hi. Hi. You did a lot of writing today, and that was really cool. And oh. Pollyanna's been doing a good job of watching me, I think. I think that's what she's doing. Oh. Oh, have you? Uh, yeah, it's the cider's pretty strong. Um, I have you had dinner? Um, blinks a couple of times, stares out into space. I'll take that as a let's go check the food stalls, Polly. Uh, how many times is that now? It's <laughs> uh, a bunch of Penel- times. <laughs> Penelope uh, flags down a, a cider and then. Um, heads towards some of the food stalls. Is Tissa coming or? Not without prompting. She's like found a constellation that she couldn't see from the sea. Oh, And is like okay. staring at so, it. So Penelope kind of like puts an arm on her shoulder and like. Uh, oh. I think we should try some of the food stalls. They're, they smell amazing. Oh, Don't they? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they really do, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think your mom and Abigail are uh, running one of them, so. Mm. Yeah, your mom's got just, like, cute little apple tarts. Oh, yummy. Those are my favorite. What are they? Mm. You have to try these. Mom, 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 mom. Here. What, 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 what? My friends need to try these because they're amazing. Your your tarts are amazing, Mom. Tissa, try this. This is my yeah, I, I know, I know. Uh, yep. Yeah. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. Abby! <laughs> and then, like, your your sister runs up with a couple of fresh tarts, and they're still steaming a little bit. 
and the top of the pastry Ooh. is scored in little flower patterns. These are beautiful. I mean, you always make great tarts, but you did an amazing job this year. Why, thank you. And I didn't barf after either. True. Nah, you were great, Penny. Penny, <laughs> Penny, you were great. Well, thank you. If you overdo it, you're going to make yourself sick, but you were great. <laughs> ah, ah, hot, I hot, did have oh. too big of a lunch before, so true. Careful, it's hot. Careful. Ah. Careful. I mean, your brothers are probably not going to forget about it anytime mm. soon. <laughs> Penny, you did a great job, and we're all very proud of you. Oh, well, thank you. Even though you ate too much and made yourself sick. <laughs> uh, I mean... The other cavalier did really well until they fell off of off of the sky. Yeah. Yeah, I did. That's Rada for you, though. And, and she shrugs as if that's just like a self-contained statement. That's Rada. Like, what do you want? Yeah, who is that... Who is that ranger? Do you know her? Mm, Greg said something. Greg said her name was something. Greg said her name was something. I believe that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He's mm-hmm. talking to he's talking to Mayor Jeff about it. Apparently, she's a queen of something. That is true. When I after the opening ceremonies, I was talking to Mayor Jeff and our guests, and yeah, she was introduced as queen. I don't know what that means exactly. Probably means the same thing it always meant. Yeah. She shrugs, like, the world's pretty simple when you get down to it, Penny. Hmm. True. Penelope takes a sip of her cider, gazing off, looking like she's thinking, but not really. <laughs> Tissa tries to take another bite of the pie. It's still hot. It's oh, like, careful, c- careful, Tissa. Um, it's, these ones are right out the oven. Yeah. Um... I know what you need. Mm. You need a nice cold cider. You need a cider. Abby! I would Abby! Do, yeah. Well, where is your other friend, by the way? Oh, I'm not sure. I, um... Penny, mm-hmm. what have I told you about having guests? To be a good host? Mm-hmm. And polite? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was a third thing. I haven't told you not to lose your guests? But you should probably at least take him a cider. I'm going to say Cobb is probably very easy to find because he's most likely playing accordion for people. If he's near the tree, he's probably playing, like, he's probably singing for the kids. Yeah, I was just going to say, the kids have probably gathered around. Some of them have sat down with little, like, with little tarts or little candies or sweets from the surrounding stalls. Some of them are carrying lanterns because it's starting to get dark out. And they've gathered around to listen to Cobb sing. Mm-hmm. And now my question is, what kind of song is Cobb singing for them? I mean, obviously the only songs that he really knows are sea shanties. But he's he's singing some of the nicer, upbeat ones about, like, good times with your crew and how great it is on the open sea. You know, the sort of, like, upbeat things people want to hear at a festival. Yeah, I think some of the kids start singing along once they figure out the chorus. They're having a lovely time by the sea there. Or by the by the 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 shipman. Yeah. Mm. By the boat dude. <laughs> Everyone let's gather around the boat dude. I almost want to sing the log driver's waltz because it's very close to what he's probably singing, but not quite. Your obsession with the log driver's waltz. <laughs> it's a good song. It is. It's a it's a no, it's a club banger, yeah, for sure. Z's. 
<laughs> but lately I feel like it's consuming um, perhaps a voting majority of the shares in your brain. <laughs> that, look, that happens sometimes. It'll be fine. Okay. Just checking. You know I've done this before with other things, and they go away after a while. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. So you guys find Cobb doing what Cobb does best. Entertaining. Being an ocean man. I give a wave and hold up a cider, like, for you, kind of thing. He notices and, and kind of, like, you know, motions over with his head because he's, you know, currently playing an instrument. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he keeps singing with his song, but he, he does he does notice that, that you do have something for him. Yeah, when the song is finished, some of the kids are still gathered around. Some of them, um, some of them take to climbing this tree. Uh, it's got like naughty sweeping branches that are pretty good for shenanigans. Some of them run off to go grab more food or to settle in at one of the long tables with their families. Oh, thanks for the thanks for the cider there, Penelope. I was running out. Oh, no worries. And a tart. Oh. My mom's tarts are amazing. How delightful. Thank you very much. They're hot. They're still quite They're warm, hot. yeah. Don't careful. make the mistake. I think Polly settles down on the ground next to Cobb and like opens up one of her wings toward Tissa, like Come here, you. <laughs> Cobb probably like eats the tart and like washes it down with cider like he just fell out of a Studio Ghibli movie. Like that is <laughs> it is exactly done in that animated animation style. That's how he eats and, and like drinks all this stuff. I believe this. We've been upfront about our Ghibli inspiration since day one here. You guys knew what this was. We know what we're getting into. Yeah. And thankfully, Studio Ghibli movies are full of really good looking food. Oh, oh so my good. goodness, yes. Mm. Pollyanna, what's it like being home? And Polly kind of like nestles Tessa in close and gives her a nudge and then kind of cranes a little bit toward the tart. <laughs> <laughs> Polly's almost as bad as uh, Penelope, hey? <laughs> mm. It's one of those, like, uh, your animal and your human come to resemble each other over time. <laughs> mm. <sighs> what about you, Red? Because, because you can't see, I was looking at it earlier, you can't see this constellation. No, not that one, a little bit to the left. You can't see that one from the... We, I didn't see it when we were coming here, but I see it here. I'm going to roll an understanding to see if I recognize this constellation from, like, stories as a kid. Okay. Gregory tried to teach. <laughs> he tried so hard to teach all of his children. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a two and a one. Wow. If you keep the edge success, you will remember the story about that constellation, but it is a fucking downer. Mm. Oh. The miserable story that ends in sadness and shouldn't be told <laughs> at parties. <laughs> I'll say that Penelope does kind of half remember, but keeps it to herself. It's like, uh, I don't remember enough to give a coherent background on the constellation. It's been so long. Mm. 
Was that a metaphor? Pardon? Hmm. I think eventually Penelope's father walks up. He's got a mug of cider in his hand and he settles in on the grass next to you guys. Hey, um, Dad. Good work today, Penny. Thank you. You've uh, learned an important lesson, I think, maybe? Uh, I kind of overdid it with the festival food beforehand, mm. for sure. Always was your greatest weakness. Was? Is. <laughs> yeah. I uh, you don't do super good in, like, caves. Hmm. No. Mm. Caves are not fun, that's true. Mm. Mm. She's not even very fond of the uh, of the ship's hold. Also true. Oh. Now, you hadn't mentioned that you'd been at sea. Um, yeah, we... Well, it'd probably be easier if I... Here. And she pulls out, like, a crumpled... Or, well, probably not crumpled. It's actually probably in her sketchbook. A very rough outline of the coasts. Obviously not to scale or detail because... She doesn't really have navigation, but had been sketching along the way as to the point that they left and traveling up the coast and that kind of thing. He looks at it and he gives a little nod and a little affirmative hum in his throat. It's, it looks like you've been far. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been quite a quite an interesting, you know, places. Um, definitely different to be in the the heat. When we were further south. Mm. Oh, you were all the way down in the tropics. Yes, yes, yes. That's um, where I met my friends here. So, is there anything you've learned? Um, I guess it's, it's difficult to kind of put things to... I mean, there's so much that has kind of happened. Um, she kind of like flips through her sketchbook because it's kind of almost like a diary of sketches. Oh. And shows a couple pages here and there. He he nods along. She, she's learned how to eat things that even someone like myself who survives mostly off of hardtack ball cat. I'm not sure that's something she's learned. <laughs> that may be an inborn talent. Cobb just kind of involuntarily shudders and goes back to his drink. One time when Penelope was, oh, she must have been four... We just have a, had Abigail, and um, regardless, Penelope was four, and I urgently had to get the doctor, and uh, the doctor looks at me as soon as he answers the door and asks, what has she eaten this time? <sighs> it was a handful of loose change. Many children would stop after the first coin, but <laughs> our Penelope has always been extremely tenacious. Um, you, you seem worried about something or in, mm. in, in thought. Uh, mm. I noticed you were talking to Mayor Jeff earlier. Yes. Mm. Jeff and I have a lot to discuss. How so? But now I think, remember when you came back? And I told you that things had been unusual lately? Yes. Mm -hmm. With his head, he kind of motions toward uh, Jeff and Fulquin, who are 
kind of deep in conversation while Rata listens. This, um, word of it had reached us already that several of the neighboring communities had decided to, to band together and form a, a kingdom, I, I suppose. Oh. You no, know, the usual kingdom things, pooling resources, mutual protection, and, um, and what have you. Mm-hmm. So... And the reason you haven't heard of Acorn is because it didn't exist until... Goodness. Um, spring, it must have been. Oh, so only a few months. Hmm. But, so where does that leave our community? Spring's really late for an acorn to sprout. Have you been continuing to give Tissa cider? We got food, too. She kind of looks at, at, at Tissa's half-full mug of cider and kind of moves it away. Perhaps, perhaps just so we should switch to water. But oaks need the winter. The winter? Yes, that's true. I, I'm not... We were talking about acorns, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, yes. The seed of the oak tree. Um, may well be why they chose that name. I'm not sure. I wasn't privy to it. But... There has been talk of Northridge joining this kingdom. Oh. Because all these communities neighbor ours, after all. Mm, I mean, that would definitely change how things are run in Northridge, I, I assume. Mm. I don't know much about kingdoms except for some of the old history books that you've read to us. And even then, they, there's not a lot known about the old communities. There are upsides to living in this way. Things like having a shared pool of revenue that we can use for infrastructure. Having a single administrator in charge of these affairs, rather than having to combine six village councils if we want to build a road from here to there. Um, having uniform laws over the region. Such things are often beneficial. That seems to be the majority of the reasons. Hmm. What do you think, Melvi? I mean, I, I don't really have a head for high administration. I mean, mostly what I notice is the, the day-to-day, and I guess that would stay relatively the same. Mm. Would it? You sound like your mother. I, we, I mean. No, yeah, that, that's fair. And he takes a bite of his tart. Penelope kind of looks down into her mug. She, she feels like she didn't necessarily give the answer that dad was 100% hoping for, but doesn't really know much about politics, so. Tissa, Mr. Cobbler, what do you, what do you two think? You've been far and abroad. Certainly you've seen more of states than our sleepy village can conjure up. Well, I have to say that in my travels, I usually see the bad part of the states, so I'm probably not the right person to ask about this sort of thing. Hmm. What happens if we don't join? Well, 
Right now, we have a powerful neighbor with whom we have more or less positive interactions. Right now, nothing. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's not like we're being forced to, to join or anything. So if we decided we'd want to keep our community as it is, we could do that. But I guess, well, it's like on the on the on the coast, the land is changing all the time. Every day, there's a different path, and I guess that's the same with people, right? Same with communities. You did learn something. <laughs> a little, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> Thanks, Cobb. <laughs> Cobb just, like, raises his glass in the toast. Oh, Jeff is already mostly decided against. At least that was my impression after we spoke. She's probably spoken to the doctor already and um, to several other villagers. Hmm. What's your, what's, what did you advise? That the important thing when you start talking about states and civilizations isn't today or tomorrow or even this generation, but centuries. Right now, Acorn is ruled by, I mean, a young lady who gave an excellent first impression, who Mm -hmm. has given us a solemn promise that we won't incur her hostilities by refusing her offer. But even if she can be trusted, who takes the throne from her? And who from them? Mm. The future is long and complicated. Mm -hmm. The only reason history is long and complicated is because human existence is long and complicated. Well, do they have a a timeline? Or how long do we have to to think about it? Hmm? Oh, she hasn't given us a timeline. Okay. So, So nothing's permanent. I mean... We have time to think. Maybe make a vote as a community? Hmm. The authority does rest with Jeff. Yeah. But I doubt she would make any decision without having consulted us. Yes. Tessa, are you all right over there? I'm f- I'm fine. I'm fine. Hmm. Mm. Okay, right. I'm glad. Remember what your mother always said. Be a good host. Yes. And be attentive to your guests. I, I. It is perhaps time that we head back to the house and get settled in for the for the night. Hmm. It's not a bad idea, although there is still more food if you're hungry. Mm, a little bit of food would be good. Does everybody want some more stew? That sounds lovely. So I think Penelope, you and your father get up to go grab some stew for yourselves and your guests. When you see a commotion at the head table, Rada has kind of suddenly stood and there's hushed conversation, at which point Rada storms off and Fulquin kind of stands, gives a deep but still awkward bow and her long auburn hair falls onto her plate and she hurries off after Rada. Mm. 
I am going to make an understanding humanity roll to see... Uh, oh, actually, that's... I, that is probably the best understanding humanity Penelope has ever done. Three successes and an edge success. Heck yeah. Oh, that's very good. What three successes will teach you is that Rada mentioned that they had more important things to worry about. And Rada has been sticking quite close to Fulquin since being caught in the tree after their fall. Mm-hmm. And they had... The three of them been in contact with Mayor Jeff, who is now looking extremely anxious. Hmm. So, probably, Jeff has said something that has upset Rada. It might have something to do with Fulquin, since she hurried off after Rada. Uh, Dad, I'm... Looks like something happened over there. Hmm. And Penelope kind of like walks towards Mayor Jeff. Are there a lot of people around Mayor Jeff, or is the table kind of... I think the, the table's kind of empty. The The doctor, a very old fellow, older even than Jeff, is sitting across from Mayor Jeff, enjoying just like a small plate of salad. Aside from that, the table's pretty quiet. Everyone's kind of staring in shock at the scene that's just occurred. Um, Mayor Jeff? Um, oh, Penny. Hi. Uh, I think... I would love for you to t have a look at um, my, my mom's tarts. I don't know if you had a chance to try some yet, but... I have definitely had some of Samantha's lovely tarts, Penelope. Thank you. You know she won't let me go through any event without having at least one. Ah, they they are my favorite. Always have been. Mm. Um, so my dad told me what's been happening in the last few months with, since I've been gone. Definitely politics are not my forte, um, but it must be um, tricky to balance everything, for sure. This Everything new that's happening. <laughs> well, once you get to a certain age, anything new becomes complicated and frightening. Mm. And the doctor scoffs from across the table at her. So our, our guests, are they staying for a while? Hmm. Miss Fulquin said she was interested in taking in the festival, so at least the next couple days. Hmm. Where are they staying? Hmm? Oh, Miss Fulquin herself is staying with me. Her attendants have taken out a room at the inn. Ah, okay. Well, that's... I'm sure that they're um, uh, enjoying the festivities. It's uh, This is always a wonderful time of year. Something bothering you, Penelope? Well, I did notice um, uh, Fulquin seemed to, to hurry off quite hurriedly, as did Rada. Um, oh. I was wondering... <sighs> that hot-headed kid. I was discussing the situation with Miss Fulquin and had mentioned that so far most of the people I'd talked to are not enthusiastic about the idea of joining a nation. And Rada, being Rada, became extremely heated and stormed off, shouting about proving something. Proving something? You know how Rada is. Hmm. I am going to rule a sensitivity humanity. Is Mayor Jeff holding something back or being, eh, one success? 
One success will tell you that Jeff hasn't made a decision yet. Jeff was probably just making conversation. He was actually a little bit startled by Rada's reaction. Okay. You know, I this is a a, a new time for everyone, so I'm I'm sure as people become accustomed to the new new politics of of our region, um things will calm. Um I mean, our community survived the cataclysm. I mean, that's a bigger thing than a new kingdom arising, so I'm sure things will will work out and and calm down. Thank you, Penelope. Mm. Well, thank you, and um, I should probably bring... I have some food that I'm bringing back to my guests. I should... uh, Yes. Take good care of your guests, Penelope. Your mother would be ashamed of you if you didn't. Mm. True enough. (laughs) And uh, she gathers the plates and brings them back to Cobb and Tissa. And some some apples back to uh, Polly. Which is great, because Polly was about to start stealing. <laughs> what do I need to roll to uh, negotiate with Pollyanna over the apples? Because Tissa wants one. <laughs> um, I think we've determined that riding is the skill you use for interacting mm. with mount-type aminals. Hmm. <laughs> All right. We'll say that that's a daring role. I got a success. No, I got two successes. You kind of, you lock eyes with Pollyanna. You take one of the apples. Pollyanna kind of blinks like, wait, that was mine? But seems to have respected your chutzpah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Takes her own apples, gives you kind of a grudging nod. Yep. That's how you share apple. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else you guys want to do at the banquet? Mm, No, I I think Cobb's had a very good time, like, entertaining folks and getting good food and being there for all his buds, so. So I guess it's time for day two of the festival. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yay. Big day two. Festival time. Big day, too, because the festival queen has been given uh, just like a crown of flowers. And she's also the champion, which means she gets to judge that pie eating. Well, not the pie eating contest, the pie baking contest. Penelope is going to follow her word from last night and um, is seeing if Rada is around at the festival. And um, actually, they aren't. Hmm. Well, they did say they had a lot of other things to do, so they would let me know if I if the festival judging was something they wanted to do. But, well, how much time do we have until the judging? It's going to be about midday. So my question for you is how much time do you have? Ah, I guess it depends. Uh, Penelope probably wakes up earlier than her normal because the house starts to stir relatively early. How about Cobb and Tissa? Uh, like, again, Cobb gets up when, when the sun does, so... You're probably already up. Yeah. Okay. Cobb is most likely up and helping out around the ranch a little bit, as he did okay. yesterday. I'd say it's like seven-ish. Is Tissa awake? Yeah, is Tissa's probably awake and uh, not 
admitting that she's hungover. Uh. To herself or anybody else. Penelope knows that well. Penelope will never admit when she's hungover. <laughs> so, what are everybody's plans for the day? Well, I guess help out in the morning a bit. Maybe talk to Rada about what happened last night. You find Rada uh, at the general store, kind of picking up supplies. Oh, hey. Hey. I, I just uh, was wondering if um, your afternoon is pretty busy or if you were interested in judging the contest with me. Nope, too busy. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, have you, have you had, I, I noticed you've been um, talking a lot with, with Fulquin. I, I haven't really had a chance to to meet her much. Uh, seems very nice. At this, Rada's expression softens a little and they actually kind of do turn to look at you. Yeah, she's, she's great. That's nice. Um, I'm glad that her and her representatives were able to join the festival. God, at least somebody understands. Hmm. I mean, it's, uh, communities, uh, have to work together in one way or another. Exactly. Hmm. Nobody is, gets it. Is that what you're, um, you're doing? Uh, helping Fulquin and, and her representatives and everything? Yep. Oh, well, that's, that's very kind of you. Yeah. That's exciting. I, I'm, I don't know much about politics, so I get very... Oh, no, I'm not doing politics. I'm no good at politics. Mm. You know how every so often, Penny, like a horror creeps in from the forest, mm -hmm. snags some livestock? For sure. Then a tale gets told to the kids and uh, scares us for weeks. What if I told you I knew where they were coming from? What if I told you I found a spot? What? Yeah. Wait, what? Uh-huh. Wow, this is, this, is, this is huge. What if I told you I know a spot and I know somebody who's powerful enough to help me take it out? That'd prove to people, right? Um, wow, this is, this is big, but yep. I, people have to be careful with these things, too. Duh. Where is, where is this spot? In the woods. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Rada has, as long as you have known them, spent a lot of time out in the forest. Rada's almost more comfortable in the forest than in the village. Mm. Mm. Ways out, there's an old castle. I see. Um, I'm going to roll in understanding. I don't have navigation, so I guess it would just be a pure understanding again, if the, I remember where that might be. <laughs> One edge success. <laughs> oh dear. You've got no clue. You've got no clue. Oh. I don't think I've ever come across an old castle before. No. You spend most of your time with the cows. Uh, ranch is always busy for sure. Anyway, later. Bye. See you, loser. Oh, oh, Rada, wait. Have fun wait. with your pie. Wait, wait, Rada, Rada. What? Please, um, the horrors and, and, and demons and things are not to be taken lightly, okay? You're not the only ranger in the village, Penelope. Th th that is true. And you're only the second best. Bye! <laughs> Bye! <laughs> uh, uh, 
uh, I'm going to hurry to Cobb and Tissa after I gathered the supplies that I assume were for stuff at the house. So I, I head back and... Cobb, uh, Tissa, can I, can I talk to you for a moment? Right, what do you want? So, um, I'm a little worried. I, I ran into Rada when I went to the general store. Rada's the other cavalier? Uh, the, the, the other, um, and, yeah, yeah, um, Gem, Gem's cavalier. Okay, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you remember. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, yes, and they told me they know where, uh, horrors are coming from. Oh. Gave me a location near an old castle. I'm not familiar with where that might be. Somewhere in the woods, I guess. But I'm worried because it seems like they want to take out this area to prove something and it seems dangerous i mean their skills are good i have to admit even though i don't want to say this they're probably better than mine don't ever tell rod i said that mm. your secret's safe with us thank you but it still worries me that they are going to go i maybe they're going with some others but i i'm not sure there was the other ranger right fulquin mm. i don't know much about her at all seems very nice uh but the thing is no matter how powerful it, it's always best to have backup right are we going with them i'm not sure i mean I wasn't invited, but... Why not? Um, I guess they want to prove something. Rada and I do have that in common. We can be quite proud. Hmm. Two successes on understanding spirits. How bad an idea is this? Fairly. It is a fairly bad idea. As with any circumstance like this, more information is required for you to make a definitive judgment, but more information being required does make it a fairly bad idea. Mm. When was... um? You can hear a phantom Marcus just loudly facepalm. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last horde that uh, came through the town? The last one you remember was a couple years ago. Okay. Penelope tries to best describe what she remembers hearing. Um, I mean, being a, a a kid, she wouldn't have been present during the actual event, but describes best what she knows happened. Well, that depends. Anybody could have seen it, right? I'm going to say Penelope didn't see it herself. A few older kids at the school did and heard stories from them, so... There is obviously some accuracy to it, but it could be, you know, filtered through how kids tell things. Okay. So, best I know, the last horror that came through was a few years ago. I would have been, I guess, 15? Yeah, no, not not quite 15. I hadn't had my birthday yet. Um, some livestock went missing. Um I, I heard some some tales from the older kids in the school. Um, oh, it seems to happen every few years. Usually, livestock is affected. You know, edge of the village. Oh, has there? What is the t- 
to Penelope's knowledge, what's the the worst um, casualty that's happened to the horrors that have come through? Because they only come out at night, and this is kind of a farming community that doesn't really do a lot at night. Like, there were definitely a lot of goats that went missing one time, and some cows even. But for the most part, the people have been terrified but safe. Mm, okay. Because pretty much everyone's in their houses and asleep. Yeah. There and- are easier things for them to prey on. Mm. I haven't heard of anyone, anyone in the town being being hurt. Um, but these things mostly come at night. Do they even need to eat? I don't think I've ever seen one eating. What, why else would it take the livestock, though? It, um, I don't know. I know so little about these things. Perhaps. I think this is the only time I've said this in my life, but maybe we should go to the library. <laughs> you have a library? Well. There's a room full of books at the schoolhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Please show me the books. Tess, you might understand the diary is the best. There's a, a collection of old ones that go back decades and some chronicles of the different events with with the horrors that seem to come through every couple of years i can show those to you is school in session um yes yes i think right now everybody's quietly working on something on their slates gregory's sitting at his desk and the students who include penelope's two younger brothers are all busily working at something all right so it's just through here, so we could just maybe if I sneak by the door, Dad won't notice, and we can just go into the other room there, and that's where we keep the books. Gonna totally roll a subtlety athletics. Yeah, sneaking is usually subtlety athletics. <laughs> One success and three edge. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, you know what? All I'm going to be able to tell you is that you're going to be able to make it to the door without your father noticing. Okay. So, describe to me Penelope sneaking through the schoolhouse. (laughs) Can we get some, can can we queue up some pizzicato? (laughs) So, tiptoeing, it's an older building... Large wood planks, very creaky. She's trying to remember in her head where the biggest creaks were because she did sneak out of class occasionally or try to. And very carefully on tiptoes, trying to show Tissa where to step as well, trying not to knock into things. The hallway's probably a little bit darker because there's no windows in the hallway area. Um, Step, step, step. Oh, shit. <laughs> just in here. Mm. Said, Tissa got one success on subtlety athletics. Cobb is just going to watch this unfold. <laughs> Penelope, you get to the door that leads to the back half of the schoolhouse, where the supplies in the library are. A door which is kept locked. Oh, no. Your father has not noticed you are here. However, thanks to those edge successes, 
You're going to need to find a way in here. Uh, I'm going to try understanding tinkering to see if I can <laughs> jiggle that lock. Subtlety tinkering. Okay, subtlety. Just because you are still trying not to get caught. Ooh, one success, one edge. Okay. <laughs> no, you know what? One success will get you in. Uh, aha, there we go. I, heard, I knew this lock had a little trick to it. I remember now. Uh, mm. Okay. Here we go. Why, why, why is... Okay, so... Penelope opens the door to the library, which holds, I mean, nothing that an outsider would consider particularly glamorous. The room's not very dusty. It's clearly lovingly maintained. There's shelves of books meant for school-aged children, old storybooks, picture books for the little ones. And there are also shelves of books on history and language and mathematics. And one particular shelf full of books that contain not facts or procedures, but this village's own precious memories. And what Penelope has stumbled upon in this back room is memory time. Oh, snap. <laughs> <sighs> I would say my memory is, actually, I like the scene that just happened right now. <laughs> Cobb's just like, I'm going to watch this play out. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to let her do her thing. And I have a feeling like this is like, just like, wait, why, why are we sneaking? Why, why, why don't we just ask Gregory? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really liked the day one of the festival. I thought it was, it had a very Studio Ghibli feel to it. I liked being able to sit down and and hang out and, and play accordion for folks. I don't have a real accordion, but I don't think anybody wants to hear me play that over a mic anyways, even if I was good at it. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. It was a very cozy scene. Mm -hmm. So it feels like you have to fish really hard to let us bite the plot hook sometimes. <laughs> this one was a struggle for me because um, Penelope's lesson is to look before you leap, but it's like, well, the problem is if I'm not very careful, Penelope is immediately on guard. Mm -hmm. And so we have Rada not looking before they leap. Yeah. We are looking a little bit. Let's see if we can keep this up. Let's keep looking. <laughs> oh. I have to assign a point. Big points. Actually, I'm going to give my point this week to Cobb for entertaining the children. I, I think it's kind of sweet that that's become part of Cobb's character is how good to children he is. Even if he's not very good with them. He can't get them to respect <laughs> his authority, but he can play them a nice tune, and that's very sweet. In some cases, that's better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So thank you all for playing with me this week. Thank you. Thank you for listening, friends. Yes, thanks for joining us this week. Guess what's coming up? I have Kathleen to thank for this, but we're going to crawl a dungeon. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. So stay tuned for that, everybody. Um, 
If you want to share your memories with us, you can send them to us on the website form at peachgardengames.com, or you can use Twitter at peachgardenrpgs. We would love to hear from you. Send us your memories. We would love your memories. We love them. We need them to live. We do. It is It is actually dying. true. I'm dying, Squirtle. But we won't be next time if you send your memories. We'll be alive. Mm-hmm. We'll be back, Squirtle, mm-hmm. with a vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, look, if you don't decode this secret message, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. Does the message say, remember to drink your Ovaltine? I don't know. Get your decoder ring and find out. It absolutely does. <laughs> Next time on Sort of Zoom. <laughs> <laughs>